on Rural Queensland today across the Resonate Broadcast Network. Dr. Michael Renke is the Rural Doctors Association of Queensland President. He joins us this morning on Rural Queensland today. Uh, Michael, good morning. Thanks so much for being with us. No problem, Ben. Good morning, Ben. Uh, this is a good thing that's about to happen. Um, and obviously from the 9th um, to 11th of June, there will be 250 doctors descending on Gladstone for the Rural Medicines Premier Annual Event, the Rural Doctors Association of Queensland's Annual Conference. Geez, you've got some stuff to discuss, haven't you? <laughs> some challenges in your industry at the moment. There's a fair bit going on. Yeah. But it's, a, it's a great conference, lots of education. Yeah, I, I can understand that you, you, it, it's great to get all the doctors together, but I, I'm just going to say this, Michael, you'd be completely frustrated with what's going on. I mean, doctors across rural and regional Queensland and, and across rural and regional Australia are being wrung out. They are working ridiculous hours. They are understaffed. They don't have support. They has, there is a real health crisis and it's, the doctors are doing everything they can, but we need more doctors on the ground um, to support our doctors in regional Queensland and regional areas, and it's just not happening at the speed it needs to. No, and unfortunately it takes a long time to train a doctor, and turning this ship around is, is going to take a while. Are you concerned? Oh, oh yeah, very concerned. We are facing a crisis with um, rural doctors. We um, have a challenge getting GPs to to accept GP training and then come work in, in the bush. And uh, we also have trouble attracting rural doctors to our rural hospitals. There's a real push, and, and we've spoken countless times about this, and I spoke with Robbie Catter earlier uh, around this. It, it, the, the health crisis runs deep, and there's fundamental issues in it. because it, But training, and, and you guys have steered the ship with nurses getting trained in the bush and doctors obviously out of, out of Townsville and, and trying to, but... Have we got to incentivise it even more to get doctors? Because the challenge is is just to get them to the bush. Once we get them there, I think everybody agrees that you can have a phenomenal life if you've got support and there is there is more than you know an attraction to be in a community, not the hustle and bustle. But we need to be able to provide them good houses, good homes, being able to get days off. I mean, some of the stories I'm hearing from GPs working. You know, 32 days straight, just ridiculous, absolute ridiculous. Yeah, that's really contributing to, to doctor burnout. But, you know, we, we know that there's solutions out there that work. You, As you mentioned, James Cook University trains, um, you know, a, a significant percentage of rural doctors, but they have a focus that they select their, their um, medical students from rural areas, that they know what rural life is like. They try and train them in a rural area and then set them up with their ongoing training there. So when they when they meet partners and they have families there, they've already got roots um, in the bush, whereas yeah. if we select people from the cities and train them in the cities and then expect them to go bush later, it takes a lot of incentive to get them out there. And when they've already got families that are, have set roots in the city, it's nearly impossible. Why do you think, and what do you think, do you think if we have financially incentivised it more than it was, and this has got to come from the government, that you'd attract more doctors? Or do you think we need to go overseas to get more GPs? Uh, I really don't think going overseas is the answer. The, the, what we've done in the past is we've recruited nearly 3,000 doctors from overseas to work in rural areas, and they put them on a 10-year moratorium where they can only work in the bush for 10 years. 
Now, after their 10 years up, many of them moved to the city and really they've, they've done their time and that's where they want to go. Um, but now we end up with, with our maldistribution of doctors where they're now all living in the city and we have no problem getting a, a doctor in the city. We need them back out in the bush. We need to grow them and keep them in the bush. So we need to grow our own. That really is the answer, to select them from the bush, grow them in the bush, and they'll stay in the bush. We un- you understand that that's a 10-year cycle in itself, isn't it? So It, it the, is. The, it's a 10-year cycle from way to go, from a, from a university student wanting to go into the Faculty of Medicine to being qualified that, that you could send them and, and done all, all their, rel- their you know training and, and everything. Yeah, it's 10 years. Well, I mean, we haven't got 10 years. I mean, the bush no. is bleeding. So what, what – what, okay, so I understand. And you just – Michael, you would be – and I've spoken to plenty of people from the Rural Doctors Association of Queensland and Australia in the past. The letters that get sent to, to the federal government and to the state government and the meetings and, and the concerns – that they listen. I, I'm giving them their dues, but they don't act. And I, I only could think that you'd be terribly frustrated. So what do we do tomorrow, next year, the year after? Because the mess that we're in at the moment, just to, I'm just using Queensland regionally at the moment, and you know that it, it is dire straits. Um, and, and there are areas that are just completely not getting serviced at all and people are having to travel ridiculous, ridiculous distances to try and get just stock standard health. No, that's right. We see that in our communities. And getting overseas trained doctors will be a Band-Aid solution that will fill the shortfall and the immediate need that we have, but it will affect the long-term distribution of the doctors. And unless we start making those medical graduates now, We'll be in 10 years' time, we'll be in the same place now saying, how are we going to get around this crisis? We'll be importing more doctors. They'll all be moving, or most of them will be moving to the cities because we still have a lot of those overseas trained doctors. A few of them do set up roots and they become the backbone of our community. Um, But the numbers just aren't there. Yeah, they're certainly not. And that's the concerning thing at the moment, that they are just not there. Moving forward, um, so... Obviously, this conference, 250 doctors going to be in Gladstone on the 9th to the 11th. Our keynote speaker will be Gillian Farmer, general practitioner, health system expert and former medical director of the United Nations, fair guest. Um, and the obviously, the Rural Health Policy Forum, um, you know, there'll be a lot of things to look at. Um, and obviously, you guys, it's a, it's a catch-up. It's when doctors and medical students and families get to have a look and it's going to be a different way because you'll be able to deliver something different. But do you talk to the group? Do you talk to the doctors about the concerns? And and, and I would feel that some of them would think, gee whiz, how are we going to get away when, you know, from our from our posts when there isn't somebody there for them? Um, and it has been a big challenge to try and get uh, the numbers of people that we need because there is not relief in the bush. Um, it's a challenge to get a locum to come. Uh, you know, the locums are short all over Australia to fill those gaps when we when we want to go, and we have significant numbers of people that can't attend this year because there is just no way that they can be spared from their units. Unbelievable! Hey, mate, um, I just think that this is a really, really important um, time, and I'd love to talk to you throughout after the conference, uh, Michael, because I just know how important it is. 
Obviously, Anthony Albanese, we have a new Prime Minister and the National uh, Rural Doctors Association, obviously, we'll be talking to them. But are you talking and able to talk to the the Premier here in Queensland? And are they open to actually trying to gain some understanding? Because whether or not it's the dramas in Kingaroy or, you know, in Roma or, or in Hewitton or out at Mount Isa, they are real. And she might be able to govern from the southeast corner of Queensland but the real, real issues are out in the West and I just feel that she doesn't have any understanding of it. Do you guys feel that she is listening? It, it is difficult to, for us to corner their time and uh, so we do have contact with them, probably not as much contact as we'd like to have. Yeah. Um, the challenge is going to be money and time to get these answers in, in place and it's a significant challenge. I think people understand it, but there's a reluctance to actually put the plan into action and make it happen. Yeah, well said. Uh, listen, enjoy the conference. You're doing a phenomenal job. We'll cut, stay in contact. It's a huge issue. Thanks very much. Uh, appreciate yep. your time. Rural Doctors Association of Queensland President Michael Rinke. Uh, this is Rural Queensland Today.